Hello and thank you for checking out the Hopewell Valley Student Podcasting Network, a proud partner of the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish student-driven content to share with the world. This network empowers students to become content creators for all different types of digital mediums. For more student-ran podcasts, blogs, artwork, and content, please check out the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network at www.hvspn.com. The opinions represented within the digital content are those of the content creators. Now please enjoy the following podcast episode. Welcome to my AP Biology Thoughts podcast. My name is Victoria Villagran, and I am your host for episode 40 called Unit 1, Elements and Functional Groups of the Macromolecules. And today we'll be discussing the specific elements and functional groups that are, on, that are in these macromolecules. First, what are functional groups? Well, functional groups are collections of atoms that attach to the carbon skeleton of an organic molecule and confer specific properties. Each type of organic molecule has its own specific type of functional group, and functional groups in biological molecules play an important role in the formation of molecules like DNA, protein, carbohydrates, and lipids. Functional groups include hydroxyl, methyl, carbonyl, carboxyl, amino, phosphate, and sulfohydryl. So let's focus on six of these. So the hydroxyl group is an O bonded to an H, the carbonyl group is C to O, carboxyl is COOH, the amino group is N and 2H atoms, sulfohydryl is SH, and the phosphate group has phosphorus. So, in carbohydrates, it has the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen in a 1 to 1 ratio, and it has the functional groups of hydroxyl and carbonyl, and specifically for carbonyl, as has aldehydes and ketones, an aldehyde is an O double bond on the end of the carbon chain, while a ketone is O double bond in the middle of the carbon chain. Lipids has the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and sometimes phosphorus, nitrogen, and sulfur. And it has the functional groups of hydroxyl, carbolic acids, and esters or estered linkages. Nucleic acid has the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, and nitrogen, and its functional groups is phosphate, and some nitrogenous bases have carbonyl and amino groups, and the sugar bases have hydroxyl. Then finally, proteins slash amino acids have the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, and nitrogen, and it includes the functional groups of carbolic acid, amine, and an R group. And the R group is what sets the differences between the 20 different amino acids. Now let's look at examples of these functional groups in the macromolecules. In the picture provided, you can see in carbohydrates, it has the hydroxyl groups bonded to the C atoms on every, or at least some of the points. Each point contains a carbon atom, and between the carbon atom to the next carbon atom can include some double bonded, which can either provide the ketone or the aldehyde. And in the picture, you can see it contains carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen in that one-to-one ratio. Then in the picture provided for protein slash amino acids, you can see it has the carbolic acid and the amine group, and it has the R group, which is C, and then it goes on to bond with another a carbolic acid, and then it has the H. And the elements include, as you can see, is nitrogen, hydrogen, carbon, and oxygen. Then in the picture for lipids, you can see that it has a carbolic acid, or carbolic acid, 
it also has a hydroxyl group and if the c was bonded or the carbon central carbon atom was bonded to another triglyceride it would have the ester linkage and it contains the element as you can see in the picture carbon hydrogen and oxygen and in this specific picture it does not have phosphorus nitrogen or sulfur Finally, in the picture for nucleic acids, you can see it has the elements of carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, phosphorus, and nitrogen. And it also includes the functional groups of phosphate, and then you can see that the nitrogenous bases have carbonyl and amino groups, and the sugars have hydroxyl. Now let's connect these functional groups of the macromolecules and the elements to the chemistry of life, or how do these functional groups affect the macromolecules overall? Well, these functional groups are specific groupings of atoms within molecules that have their own characteristics, proper, characteristic properties, regardless of the other atoms present in the molecule. They are responsible for the molecule's functions, which play a role in the chemical processes necessary for living organisms to survive. So to recap that is like the functional groups are who determine the characteristics or what determine the characteristics of these macromolecules. So like how some are polar or nonpolar, these Functional groups determine that or give these molecules those specific chemical properties, which then translate to their specific functions as those macromolecules. Thank you for listening to this episode of my AP Biology Thoughts. For more student-ran podcasts, make sure that you visit www.hvspn.com and have a nice day!